Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of January 7th, 2024. Happy New Year. This is the first podcast of 2024. I think there are a few things I want to share before I start the episode about that we should be conscious of as we enter this year. The North Node will be in Aries for the whole year and the South Node in Libra. The North Node is an amplifier. It's a symbolic of gains and growth. The South Node is a cosmic drain and it's where we leave things behind. And Aries and Libra are on the axis of relationships. So there's going to be increases of people wanting Aries to to take action for the self. And it's important to have courage and be conscious of why you're doing what you're doing, as it always is, but especially why you enter into any conflicts or on the flip side, avoid conflicts with the South Node and Libra. We're supposed to leave behind people-pleasing tendencies, but what we've seen in the last year, there's just been especially since the war broke out in Israel, like just a lack of civility and tact when people of opposing viewpoints are in conversation with each other. And this may continue, it may just get even more amplified as there are many elections throughout the world. And the U.S. is having a really important election in November for president. And it could be like a big turning point for democracy. And I say that because Pluto is going back into Aquarius on January 20th. We just got a little taste of it last year where it never left zero degrees of Aquarius. Well, this year it will move further into the sign. Now it will dip back into Capricorn because we're still doing this work, uh, Capricornian work. Both Aquarius and Capricorn are ruled by the planet Saturn. But Capricorn's more about the traditions and big business and governments. Aquarius sees the structures and wants to make things better. It's future thinking rather than past thinking like Capricorn. And Aquarius rules scientific advancements as well as the collective and desires for everyone to be treated equally, whereas Capricorn is hierarchical. Yeah, so we will continue to see the collective completely transformed in ways that Pluto is like mass influence. It moves at the speed of the glacier, but it has like a tremendous impact. Pluto unearths things, it strips things away, it humbles, it eliminates, it erupts, it evolves. And the big story last year that related to the Pluto going into Aquarius was about AI and how much this is going to this artificial intelligence could literally transform 
our lives in ways we cannot even imagine through technology and other scientific advancements are going to be coming at an increasing rate, which is, you know, these mass changes are destabilizes, stabilizing. It, we will have opportunities to connect with each other like never before. Maybe someday we'll, in, in, in the near future, we'll be able to think something and someone gets a message from us. Who knows what's coming? But yeah, there's going to be a lot of change that can be uncomfortable also, and uncomfortable and alienating. Aquarius can be a sign that some, leaves some people feeling exiled or alienated by the changes that are happening. There are also, we have noticed, consolidations about what is considered acceptable thought and speech, where people are going into these different diametrically opposed corners about all sorts of things, about what is the right way to think and trying to, you know, cancel people out or cause havoc for people who believe different things than they do. We'll also see despots trying to exert authoritarian control over the collective. Now, Saturn and Pisces may bring struggles to keep the faith. Yeah, it's it's hard. Pisces is the dream. It's the belief system. And Saturn constricts things. Saturn puts boundaries on things because as you see what's going on around us, we won't necessarily know what is real versus what isn't real. Saturn's reality, Pisces is, is, is the imagination. And with Pluto and Aquarius, there'll be technology where you can see something where it looks like one presidential candidate is saying something and it looks absolutely real and it may be completely fake. So that's going to cause more destabilization of, you know, knowing, not knowing what you can believe. And we have controls needed to address serious crises like the water crisis around the world. Some places there's too much, some places not enough. Rampant drug use is a big issue in the U.S. as well as homelessness. And so we'll maybe we'll see the government trying to put some rules and laws into place to improve these terrible situations that many people have found themselves in. The big transit of the year is that Jupiter, the planet of expansion, is going to meet Uranus, the planet of scientific advancement, awakenings, big sudden changes at 21 Taurus. That's the big transit of the year on April 20th. So hopefully you know where that is in your chart because there's definitely something that now not everyone will have a big event, but there will be this changes in the area of your life that you have Taurus ruling. What house does Taurus rule in your chart? There are changes that have been happening there and that may see a big, big sudden event for you. It could be a eureka moment where it's just mental, um, where you have amazing breakthroughs or breakdowns. Taurus is a sign of resources. So yeah, some people will be having sudden windfalls of, of money or big promotions or things like that. And then Jupiter will enter Gemini on May 25th, and that's the sign of its detriment. So we are going to be getting deluged with information um, trying to influence us 
in an election year on the shadow side, but there's also going to be, oh, just some amazing abilities. I think this speaks to like some kind of advancement about connecting with each other with Jupiter going into the air sign of, of Gemini. Now, Jupiter and Saturn, they are opposing principles. And once Jupiter moves into Gemini, it will be approaching a square with Saturn. And it will square Saturn twice over the year. So Jupiter broadens and inflates. Saturn constricts and limits and controls. This, there's going to be changes in economies around the world. The, the two squares are on August 19th and December 26th. Yeah, right now they are in a sextile. So early in the year, getting as much as you can done, putting the structures down and growing them in a controlled manner will be easiest before Jupiter gets into Gemini. So those are some of the highlights of the year. I have monthly new moon workshops to help you plan and sync with these changing energies. And this is going to be a year of where there's going to be big sweeping adjustments of the energy, some in some ways more so than other times. And working with the moon cycles is one of the most powerful ways to stay present in your own life, as well as plan and achieve your goals. So the Capricorn new moon is today, the new moon workshop. There's still time to sign up. If you can't make it live, you can get the recording. You can get just one workshop for $35. You can get all 12 for the year for $260. Actually, it's 13 moons, new moons this year. So you get all 13 for $260, meaning you save $15 each. Or you can get a pack of four for 98, which is also a nice saving. So you can go to the link in the show notes or my website, astrologybyceleste.com and, and purchase the workshops today. If you miss the Capricorn, you can listen to the recording. They're all, they're recorded. But the benefit of coming live is I do hot takes on people's natal charts. The Wise Guys 2024 Digital Astrology Calendar will help you let the universe have your back. The calendar is compatible with Google, Apple, and Outlook calendars. The calendar includes every planetary transit, lunation, eclipse, and moon void, of course, period. There are detailed descriptions for each astrological event that will help you deepen your understanding of astrology, plan events in sync with the cosmos, and stay more present in your daily life. Use my coupon code ABC 2024 and go to wiseskiescollective.com slash shop to order your calendar today. I'm a proud affiliate and use the calendar myself on a daily basis. A quick astrology and action story is that Jupiter stationed direct last week 
And then two days later, Venus squared Saturn. So the day after Jupiter stationed, the Queen of Denmark abdicated the throne. Jupiter rules royalty, celebrity, judges are some of the topics it rules. And then Venus, a woman, a queen, squares Saturn, ended her reign. Saturn ends things. It's the limit. So that was a story about that transit. I don't know what has happened since uh, Jeffrey Epstein's list of friends was made public because I taped this early. So that will be a discussion for next week's podcast. The theme of the week is parting the Red Sea. And there's three big things I want you to think about as you navigate this week. The first is that Mercury, the planet of communication, commerce, and transportation, will square Neptune, the planet of illusions and delusions and deception, on Monday. They're both at 25 degrees of their receptive signs. Mercury's in Sagittarius and Neptune is in Pisces. Now, Mercury is treading over the old ground that it went over through the retrograde cycle. So there may be Mercury retrograde stories coming up. And in fact, Monday may feel like a Mercury retrograde day. This is the third time these two planets have squared. The first was on November 27th. So there may have been a story that started or something that occurred in your life. The second was December 26th. It may have come up again. And the last is now January 8th, where there is the psychological integration where you're dealing with whatever the issue was related to Mercury. It could be like if you had computer problems, this could be like the problems show up, the computer dies, you get the new computer, it's up and running. I mean, as an example of how this could show up. I think there may be a story about what's going on on the, the in the Red Sea this week, like that comes to a head, like some big conflagration. As I'm taping this, Iran has just sent a, a ship there. So there could very well be an expansion of conflict. Perhaps something confusing happens where there's a, a mistake um, Neptune, like people can, cloudy thinking can lead to, lead to a problem. Also commerce, Mercury rules commerce. Commerce could be lost for some reason. Also ideological based violence. Mercury's in Sagittarius, a sign of its detriment where the planet can act in extreme and unbalanced ways and Sagittarius fire sign can suggest to me, like this is like handgun violence as well. Yeah. But people doing something on, yeah, ideologically based violence. A cyber attack or big fraud is something that could be something that could be coming up with this. Yeah. Mercury, the galactic center is at 26, 27 degrees of Sagittarius. It's the center of the Milky Way and thought to be a place where like transmitter of divine consciousness and powerful source energy. I'm a bit nervous about like some kind of big cyber attack or maybe just this big thing on the seas. But in your own life, you could start, sorry about the dog. We all can be really creative, thinking creatively, or there could be like 
notice if there's big announcements. This could be blue sky ideas where someone's sharing something that seems so fantastic that it'd be hard to achieve, but you know, it could be really possible. The next thing I want to make you aware of is there's a new moon at 20 degrees of Capricorn on Thursday. Capricorn is a cardinal earth sign. Cardinal signs initiate things. This is an incredible new moon. Do not let it go by without using it for purposeful planning about what you're going to bring to life this year. What is your legacy? What do you want to manifest? Do you have career goals or just you in the collective, in your in your area of influence? How do you want to make an impact? So this is a great workshop to come to or get the recording if you can't make it live because you definitely don't want to not have a ritual and and take advantage of this incredible energy. The tarot card is the three of pentacles. And this is a card of collaboration and teamwork. It's like and it's rule and Mars and Capricorn is the astrology correspondence where Mars is right now. And Mars and Capricorn has that staying power to exert its energy to make things happen, the drive to succeed, and the Saturn rules Capricorn gives it the stay empowered power. It's also about implementation. Did you take the time through Mercury retrograde to make a bunch of plans? Well, now is the time to really be implementing them. The Sabian symbol is a relay race, which also brings in themes of collaboration. So what are your resources? You think about the relay race, you know, they pass the baton between them. And they tend to have like different skills. Like maybe someone is like really great to to start the race. The other person's better in the middle. The next person's better at the end. You know, you can think about what are the resources? What are the people, who are the people you can collaborate with? Do you need to, um, if you have your own business, maybe have a virtual assistant to help you or bring in some other, you know, a coach or what have you to help you with, bringing your best self to this year to achieve. This new moon, which I really love, is trying Uranus at 19 Taurus. So two earth signs, earth manifests. One of the shadows of Capricorn can be that it's a little a little fear prone or not wanting to take risks or too cautious. And Uranus with that full energy, it gives... um this possibilities are are endless kind of energy with Uranus and having that enthusiasm to, you know, go off on the hero's journey. And Mars is also trying Jupiter at coming to a trine with Jupiter. So there's this great energy. So make sure you set intentions. The new moon is on January 11th, where the sun and the moon are both at 20 Capricorn. And where would you want to be in nine months? This is the lunar phase family where the sun is in Libra. The moon is in Capricorn. They're both at 17 degrees. This is a time for, will there be a pivot point? Maybe you want to course correct. This is happening on October 10th of this year. The full moon of this cycle where the sun is in Cancer and the moon is in Capricorn. They'll both be at 18 degrees is July 10th of 2025. 
And the last quarter moon where the sun is in Aries and the moon is in Capricorn, both at 20 degrees again, will be April 9th, 2026. So what big goals do you want to advance forward? Use these dates as points to have certain things done by. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Mars and Capricorn is kind of the star of the show this week. Actually, so many of the planets are talking. This is going to be like a very busy week where lots of change is happening. But Mars is an energy of drive, stamina, but also conflict. It's exalted in Capricorn, which is great, but it can be like people being very effective in causing harm to others or problems as well. I think, and it's it's Mars and Capricorn, a sign of, of, of government, sextile Saturn and Pisces, which can be problems related to water. So yeah, Mars sextiles a Saturn. Uh, that could be something where, you know, Iran gets involved in this war or like a big country gets involved in this war. Like running these Running these transits forward, like I can really see the the story of what could be coming. Maybe it's not about what's going on in the Red Sea, but I think there's definitely going to be some potential flare-ups over there because at the end of the week, so Mars sextile Saturn and then trines Jupiter, and Jupiter makes everything bigger. So these are harmonious aspects. Like Mars sextile Saturn could be like the... The captain on the boat just turns and looks the other way and it gives the pirates the opportunity to hop on the ship and 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 do what they're going to do. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I'm, I'm seeing with this. Now for our own lives, we can have the drive, determination, and staying power to expand our goals, have the optimism that we can achieve what we want to achieve. Maybe there'll be some just great things that come to your attention and your ability for you to take advantage of due to good timing. Mars trying Jupiter can be just luck with the right timing. But trust that you have the ability to grow what you need to grow. If you put in the work, the earth energy is one step in front of the others with planning and purpose. If you are embarking on a new journey, experiencing a major life event, feeling stuck, trying to make a difficult decision, or just looking to make positive changes, astrology can provide life-changing insights. There are several ways to work with me. You can come for a 30, 60, or 90-minute astrology consultation depending on your needs. Ask me a burning question and I'll record a video for you. Engage in longer term cosmic success coaching where we work together on a three month basis to help you overcome blocks, improve your life satisfaction, build better relationships, accomplish your career goals and understand yourself better using the tool of astrology or mystic mentoring if you're an aspiring astrologer and want help with chart analysis techniques. Go to astrologybyceleste.com to check out my offerings. If you have any questions, you can email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com.
On Sunday, the word of the day is onward. The moon enters the fiery sign of Sagittarius at 1.08 p.m. Pacific time. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. This fiery sign is expansive. How can you broaden your thinking? How can you, yeah, how can you be optimistic? Great time to get some exercise. Whenever the moon is in Sagittarius, I recommend getting exercise, moving your body, moving your chi. Um, the balsamic moon is, starts at 2 Sagittarius at 5.09 p.m. Pacific time. The balsamic moon is the last few days of the moon cycle, where last three and a half days where the moon's releasing the rest of its light. So think about what you want to release so that you can expand yourself forward, release the past. On Monday, the word of the day is glitch. This is a goddess day where the moon in Sagittarius will meet Venus in Sagittarius. So be spontaneous, treat yourself to something special. Doesn't have to cost a lot of money, doesn't have to cost any money. It could be just like a midday walk would be a, a great treat with someone, with a friend. Yeah, it would be a lovely thing to do on this day or a coworker or your pet or whatever. Yeah. Mercury, this is a day Mercury and Sagittarius squares Neptune and Pisces, both at 25 degrees. Mercury's still in the shadow, so be alert for scams. Yeah, scams, people trying to, they're getting more and more inventive about how they try to trick you in your emails or DMs in order to click links. Don't do it. On this day, there may be news related to the Red Sea. On Tuesday, the word of the day is ambush. So this, the sun in Capricorn is trying Uranus and Taurus. They're both at 19 degrees. So trines remove all restrictions. Now the sun puts a spotlight on things. It focuses our attention and it's going to focus us on something Uranian. Now, this may be just a lot of little things going on all over the world. I don't, it's not on a world point, so it may not be, we may not get a lot of news about it right away. But when I saw this, I was like thinking about Joe Biden falling off a bike, like he's done a couple of times because Uranus has been squaring his progressed sun, I believe. Yeah. So hopefully he won't have any little accident. It's winter. So <laughs> hopefully he's walking around. Yeah. The moon enters into the sign of Capricorn at 5.33 p.m. Pacific time. The moon in Capricorn is a time to get serious. You can have some with the sun trying Uranus breakthroughs. Great to start some planning, but it's the last, it's the balsamic phase. So we're kind of relaxing and going within ourselves. Now, this is the dark of the moon. So things done in the dark may not come to the light till later, but this could be great energy for someone doing something nefarious because Mars and Capricorn is sextile Saturn and Pisces at four degrees. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking something around the Red Sea, but maybe not. Maybe it's something totally different. There'll be a bunch of Mars and Cap Mars sextile Saturn things happening, and some will definitely make the news. We'll see if anything makes big news. But Mars transits tend to come in early, so it may it may have already happened. On Wednesday, the word of the day is crossroads. 
On this day, Venus is semi-square Pluto. Venus rules resources. Venus is in Sagittarius, Pluto in Capricorn. This is also making me think there could be something related to resources. And Venus in, Venus in Sagittarius to me is like this energy about pirates and maybe a, 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 another ally joining in. Venus rules allies um, to cause problems for businesses and governments. This is the day the sun in Capricorn squares the nodes. Um, they're all at 20 degrees. The north nodes in Aries and the south nodes in Libra. The, the sun square, any planet square the nodes is indicative of a choice point. Do you get into conflict about something or do you try to conflict Aries, try to use diplomacy Libra? We shall see if there is a big story. On Thursday, the word of the day is resourceful. This is the day of the Capricorn new moon at 20 degrees of Capricorn at 3.57 a.m. Pacific time. Do not let this new moon go by without setting intentions and really encourage you to stick to them. Stick to the plan as much as you can, especially like put your energy into the beginning of the year um, if there's big things that you want to accomplish. You can come to the workshop that's actually today, Sunday, or get the recording if you're listening to this later at the, the Moon Mastery Workshop that I'm hosting. Yeah, because there'll be some great nuggets about the energy of this year. Venus in Sagittarius is trying Chiron and Aries, both at 15 degrees. This to me as well is like some pirate energy. Yeah, maybe it's maybe the action Chiron's the wounded healer will happen after the new moon. It'll be interesting to see if it's before or after the new moon. Then the moon enters Aquarius at 7.01 p.m. Pacific time. Our thoughts will turn to the future planning about Aquarius loves to take something and make it better. Yeah, so um, can you take a step back with the moon in Aquarius and view things from a higher perspective? On Friday, the word of the day is big shot. This is the day Mars and Capricorn trines Jupiter and Taurus. This is expansive energy, trines remove all restrictions. Mars strives and desires. Mars achieves. Yeah, and Jupiter expands. It unites. It broadens. It explores. It invests in. It believes. So take action on what you want to invest in for your manifestation and for growth. This can be really positive in our own life, but it could also be like just violence, like like a brawl, a, a brawl at a, you know, at a bar kind of energy where they, people, people are in conflict over resources or money. Notice if you see someone like self-aggrandizing. Mars trying Jupiter is swagger energy. It's someone who feels really great about themselves. It's BD energy. Someone who just looks so like both Mars and Jupiter suggest big confidence. Can you, can you have confidence in yourself? If not, fake it till you make it. On Saturday, the word of the day is somber. So Mercury re re-enters Capricorn at 6.49 p.m. Pacific time. So Mercury's 
re-entering Capricorn. It started its retrograde there, then went back into Sagittarius. Now it's back into Capricorn. Zero degrees of Capricorn is a world point. And then the moon enters Pisces at 7.29 p.m. Pacific time. Pisces moons, there's always something ending with this. Yeah, I don't know if there'll be news, like people will be getting serious for something. Somebody's, you know, a lot of people are getting bad news or or serious news when Mercury re-enters Capricorn. Yeah, we'll see if there's a big story in the collective, which is quite possible. It could be the passing on of some kind of leader that leads to mourning, Pisces mourning. But with the moon in Pisces, let yourself relax and be in flow and listen to music. Great night to go dancing. Yeah, yeah, but it may be just, you may be hearing more like like sad music, love-lorn music, that sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah, this week is gonna be action-packed, so stay present for what is happening. That's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.